The following is paid programming brought to you by WT Wealth Management. Nothing we discuss should be considered as investment advice. This conversation is for informational purposes only. Please do your own research and speak to an investment advisor or financial planner before making any investment decisions. Welcome to Intelligent Investing with Glenn Least. I'm your host, Jeff Horvitz. This is the third in a three-part series on Glenn's Secrets to Financial Success. And this week, Glenn and I will get into some issues like uh, investing, but outside the normal investing, investing in your health, uh, giving back, education, relationships, and more. All things that are important to your financial health as well. Glenn Least is a senior investment advisor with WT Wealth Management. You can learn more about Glenn by going to WTWealthManagement.com. You can also give a call anytime at 928-225-2474. That's 928-225-2474. And Glenn, welcome. Also, the email is a great way as well. Yeah, yeah. You can email us at intelligentinvesting at WTWealthManagement.com. All right. Um, last, we've been for the past two weeks talking about this. And if you've missed any of these, uh, in, look up Intelligent Investing with Glenn Least on your favorite podcast yep. uh, provider. There's... A million of them out there, I think. <laughs> There's a few now. Yeah. yeah. So, and you can catch up and uh, listen through back through the the, the episodes. Uh, but this week we're getting into more of, I guess, investing in yourself and on, yeah. on the physical side. Yeah. Um, so talk about that a bit. Areas we should focus on and invest on. And one of them is, first of all, the, your physical health, which you, you'd spend a lot of time on. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I do. Um, so when we talk about investing, I think it's not just limited to investments in you know the stock market or real estate. We really should look at what are all the areas I'm investing in. And one of them that we touch on is our physical health. Um, and why is that important? What happens if we've got $100 million but we don't have our health, right? We, we're, we haven't taken care of ourselves and uh, maybe our health conditions preclude us from living a full rich life, uh, but we have a whole lot of money. I think anyone in that situation would trade a good amount of their money for their physical health. So when we talk about investing, I think it's so crucial that we just make sure we take care of ourselves. Um, and, and I'm still very young, but the older I get, the more I realize it's just important to you know get enough sleep, you know, have a good diet, get exercise, take time to, for myself away from this everyday stress of life and, and take a vacation every once in a while, which, um, is important. And, and when it comes to physical health, uh, you know, my thought is find something you like to do that keeps you physically active. Um, and it doesn't have to be, I mean, I'm kind of a, a, I like to go to the gym and work out, bodybuild, that sort of thing. But I realize that's not for everyone. Um, if you like to hike, you know, yeah. and do that, if you like to snowboard or ski or play tennis, you know, just something to keep yourself physically active. Cause it's actually going to help you be sharper mentally. Um, when you're in good physical health, I've noticed that with myself is that when I take, um, too much time, uh, away from physical activity, my mental clarity is not as good as it could be. So if I'm trying to be the best me, I need to make sure that I'm taking care of my physical health too. Okay. And another one here, uh, again, you could have a hundred million dollars, but if you have uh, no one to share anything, I guess some yeah. people like being a hermit, but most people like to have relationships and actually yeah. be around people. Exactly. So investing in your relationships, um, one, one good example is, uh, yeah, you could, you know, spend a lot of time at the office and make a whole bunch of money. Uh, but if you end up getting divorced and never seeing your kids or being able to see them very rarely, what was the point of all that? I mean, you got to have a balancing act where you're saying, Hey, it is important that I earn money and make a living, but I also want to make sure that, uh, my spouse and I are, are healthy and good and my kids and I are healthy and good. And we actually get to spend time together. Um, cause, cause time is something you never get back. Right. Yeah. And, uh, 
you know, I want to make sure that my kids and my wife and, and those close to me, I've got a good relationship with, um, and we're just spending time together and, and investing in those. Um, cause it's really an investment, uh, over time, right? When you're, when you're talking about spending time with an individual, you're really investing your time and energy uh, into that relationship. So I think that's just so crucial to do something. And we've talked about education a lot, uh, and we'll get down to that on the list here a little bit, but something a lot of people can do things on their own and they should always be expanding their skills sure. and their abilities could be in investing, but it could be learning how to weld or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I think when we talk about investing, we should also invest in our own skills and abilities. Um, every year we should be aiming to get better, um, in general. And so, um, I've chosen to pick a couple things that I really want to invest and get good at. I realize I'm not going to be good at everything. Um, and that's okay. Um, but what are the things that I'm really passionate about that I enjoy and how can I invest in those and grow those skills? And so, um, you know, maybe you're, you're a boss at your work and you're, you lead people, you know, how can you invest in your leadership skills to be able to grow that and get better at interpersonal skills and leading people and, uh, um, those sorts of things and skills and abilities. Cause I think we've all met leaders in our life that, uh, probably could use more leadership skills. Uh, and so, um, that's just one example. Um, maybe you like to weld. Yeah. That's another thing. Um, how can you grow that skill? Um, I've actually got a friend of mine who's a blacksmith and, uh, kind of cool to see what yeah. all the stuff he does, which is a very, it's like a lost art, if you will. A lot oh, of people yeah. aren't doing that, but, uh, very important. Uh, so much of what we use is, is metal, uh, fabrication. So I think just investing in our own skills and abilities. Um, Hey, do we need to grow our public speaking, uh, skills? You know, how can we do that? So that way we're a better communicator. How can we tell better stories, if you will, if we're, you know, if that's important to our job is be able to communicate better. So I think it's just important that we invest in our own skills. That's like a abilities. number one fear, public speaking. That's they f- fear <laughs> public speaking more than the IRS. <laughs> yeah. I think there's something it's like, would you rather uh, do a speech in front of uh, 10,000 people or get arrested on national TV? And most people Ops. take the arrest on national TV over the public speaking. So one thing on skills and abilities too, it keeps your mind fresh, Glenn, and yeah. especially if you're like getting into retirement, but mm-hmm. anytime, and it's like, you want things to do, you want new avenues to to pursue. Yeah. I've heard many stories of people that uh, have retired and haven't, uh, kept up on things and just kind of relaxed and didn't grow. And they actually ended up kind of like regressing a little bit, like they aged faster. They weren't as happy. So yeah, you know, I get it. Sometimes it's not fun to go work out. Sometimes it's not fun to grow and, and develop yourself, but it's, uh, if we're not moving forward, you know, we're, we're, we're almost moving backwards, if you will. How about giving back? charity. Yeah. 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 So one of the best antidotes to greed is generosity, right? So if you really want to have a good perspective on, on money, you have to be okay with giving it away and, and giving back. And, and our, our time and energy, uh, is also important to give back to not just monetarily. So I think giving back and investing in those brings a lot more purpose and richness in our life. Um, yeah, if you make a hundred million dollars, but you didn't make an impact on the world for the positive, um, I mean, good question to ask. I mean, yeah. what's the, what's the point of all that? I mean, yeah, you have a bunch of nice stuff, but I think deep down, a lot of us want to make an impact, want to leave our mark if we will. If you and will. a lot of people do give back. And I think sometimes people yeah. that make a lot of money, they get in yeah. today's society painted in a certain way, but how much yeah. money do they give back to society? That is very true. Some of the wealthiest people are some of the generous people, most generous. And, and it seems like we're, they're painted as these, um, you know, stingy, don't want to give back. And I just, I've, I have not found that to be the case. Um, sometimes I feel like the people that have the least amount, the least generous because they're holding on to everything that they have. Um, and so I think it's just important for us to have a good attitude and perspective and to invest in things that we can give back into a couple others here, Glenn. Um, 
this kind of goes along with skills and abilities, especially if you're looking for stuff, do you got hobbies, extracurricular activities, yeah. but also I'll combine this one, life goals, yeah. um, things you've wanted to see and do. There's so many other things other than just money, making money, invest, investing. Yeah. But it yeah. helps to have that money and stuff, so you can do all this. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So, it is important that we invest in our own life goals, too. So, if there's something you've always wanted to do, um, invest into that. Grow that. Try and make it happen. Start making the steps today. Um, and I just think that's so important. I mean, time is such a finite resource for us. And if we're not doing the things and not trying to at least trying to accomplish the things we have in life, um, I think that that is very um it's it's a little bit sad that people live without having a you know big dreams and goals and wanting to do big things because I've met those people and they're just kind of like happy with just uh, every you know they're just happy with where they're at and they they're not like dreaming bigger than you know what they have and 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 so I think having some life goals and investing into that is just extremely um, important like one of them I'll share I, I've always wanted to do is. Uh, you know those F-16 uh, fighter pilots? There's a thing where you can buy, and they'll put you in the uh, second seat, and they'll fly you around up in the sky and, and do the uh, helixes. and Tell my son this. Oof. And negative Gs. And I'm yeah. sure it's expensive. I haven't even looked into how much it costs. But that's like a life goal. I'd love to do that one day. Or if I ever get the chance to go uh, to the moon or go into space, you better believe I'm going to be like, uh, what's this look like? How do I do this? Because that would be, come on. I mean, if you got to go to space you know, yeah. for the Elon Musk tour or whatever, you, you know you'd want to try that. So at least that's just me. So. Did Elon Musk say something about, uh, I'd like to die on Mars, just hopefully not on uh, entry, you know, <laughs> on landing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, final one, education. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. And we all pay for our education one way or the other, but yep. it's important to be, I guess, get education throughout your lifetime, but it could be any, any direction, any source really. Yeah, I think when we think about education, we always think about the university education, but that's just one avenue. There's also education through being a business owner, through, you know, on the, uh, on the job learning, through life experience. So I think investing in our own education is extremely valuable. Um, and that looks different for every person. Um, and so we should be growing and developing and getting better, um, just with our knowledge and our wisdom. Um, so yeah, I think it, we need to definitely be looking at always investing in our own education. All right, let's get into when we come back, uh, risk, let's get into accountability, flexibility, generosity, all of that. And if you want to talk with Glenn, call anytime, 928-225-2474. That's 928-225-2474. Go to WTWealthManagement.com. Back in a minute. Listening to Intelligent Investing with Glenn Least. Uh, give a call anytime. Glenn will talk with you free, complimentary, no obligation consultation. 928 225 2474. That's 928 225 2474. You can go to wtwealthmanagement.com as well. Um, Glenn, talk about risk a little bit. Sure. So, uh, yeah, break this down for us. I think when it comes to risk, never. Never taking a risk is probably the biggest risk ever. Um, and I've actually met people uh, throughout my career that were so afraid of taking risks that they just sat on the sidelines indefinitely. And I think that is the biggest risk of all. 
Uh, I mean, what if you lived your whole life and you never went after that dream? You never tried that thing. You never invested in that opportunity that may have come across your path. I think that is the, one of the biggest risks of all is just not being in the game, not willing to give it a try. Right. Um, we, we never know until we try, but there is some wisdom in saying, how do we evaluate something? Right. How do we make sure we know best case, worst case scenario, if I invest in this thing, is it, and it goes belly up, is it going to put me in the poorhouse? How much risk can I take? How much risk am I comfortable with? And that's kind of how I look at risk is best case, worst case scenario sort of thing. Um, what could this look like? Can I reasonably commit to this uh, project? How long am I able to reasonably let it uh, grow before, you know, before I need to just you know, cut ties and be done with it. So I think evaluating risk, um, too many people look at what's the worst can happen. And I think we should always look at the opposite side of also what's the best that could happen too. Um, and so I think fear is an important part of our decision-making, but it shouldn't overrule everything. We should also have some optimism too, that this could go really well too. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? And can I live with that? And exactly. what's the plus side? What's the best that can happen? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I hope more people do that and take those risks. Um, another one here, accountability, Glenn. Yeah. So one of the things when we talk about, about financial success is having some accountability. Um, and what I mean by that is you've got a plan, you've got a you've got some financial goals, but who also knows those goals, right? Is it just you? Because oh, if we're being frank, a lot of times we can be our own worst enemies and we're not our best accountability partners because we tend to justify things like, oh, well, I can make this, this one exception this one time. And so if you've got someone in your corner that can help you be accountable to your goals, a lot of times it could be like a financial advisor. It could be a spouse, just someone else that you share some of your goals with. And I do this a lot too. with Some of my people that are closest to me is I tell them, Hey, this is what I want to do in the year 2022. I want to make sure I'm telling you this because it's, it's a dream. It's a goal, but I also want some accountability. So if at the end of 2022, I haven't made any progress towards that, you know, though that other person will know, and maybe they don't even have to say anything, but just the fact that I know that they know makes all the difference. And so one example was, um, in early 2021, I wanted to set up the podcast, uh, and so I was like, Hey, this is a goal of 2021 that I wanted to accomplish and through 2022. And so I told some people close to me that this is what I want to do. And then, uh, lo and behold, we got it up and going and here we are today. And then there's also some new things that I've also told them that I'm going to be accountable for this year and next year, like new things, new goals and ambitions. So I think accountability is just a really good thing for us to have because then it helps uh, us really stay on track. And if we go off track, we have someone that can help coach us of like, Hey, um, I'm in your corner. I'm for you, but this is what I'm seeing. And I want you to, uh, you know, uh, get, you know, improve and get better yeah. and, and to grow in this area. So um, I'm just a big fan of accountability. Well, then they kind of coax you along too, but then also when you see them at the next dinner or get <laughs> right. together, you're like, Hey Glenn, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, I didn't start the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you feel they, they, don't, they don't even almost like, don't even have to say anything yeah. because you know that they know. Um, and so similar stuff happens to me as a financial advisor. When I run into my clients, and uh, they're like, oh, yeah, I know. I know I need to do this. It hadn't even said anything. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? You know? They're like putting their head down. They're like, <laughs> yeah, don't look at me. Glenn's yeah. going to ask me about saving money or So investing. accountability, we should look at that as a good thing, right? Yeah. You know, you're you're choosing to be accountable so that way you can help reach your goals, right? It's not someone that's just going to, um, you know, be a 
a downer or, you know, a drill sergeant just to beat you up when you're not doing well. It's just, I want to help and be a cheerleader yeah. to help you grow in that area. So I think it's just a great, great opportunity. But having flexibility is important too, because sometimes things just don't work out or you got to change yeah. course. Yeah, exactly. So I think having some flexibility when it talks to, when we talk about financial success, um, is important, right? We all, we all, you know, a lot of us like to plan and have a game plan, but what happens if things change? Um, are you okay with change and, and maybe postponing or having to go a different direction? And I found that out in my own life, what my goals and dreams and aspirations were, um, you know, life threw a couple curveballs at me and I'm actually it for the better things change for the better. And I just, you know, I think it's good. Like I, I think when I was like 18 or 19, one of my life goals was like, oh, I'm just going to be a professional bodybuilder. I'm just going to work out for a living. And I'm so glad that that's not what I ended up doing, uh, in life through some other opportunities at me. So being flexible enough to, you know, go, uh, go a different direction if need be, or if a greater opportunity comes along to say, you know what, actually, uh, being an investment advisor was way more fun than being a professional bodybuilder sort of thing, but I could still work out if I want to. Yeah, so yeah. having that flexibility of just being okay with changes, or maybe you have a kid unexpectedly, like that's a, that's a great, uh, oper- you know, great event. Um, you know, we'll probably change things a little bit, but being flexible to say, okay, well maybe the goal is a look, look, gonna look a little different. Maybe one of us will stay home, take care of the kid or, or work or whatever. And the other one, you know, works on this other portion and then we flip flop. So just having some, uh, flexibility, I think is, is huge. Well, sometimes I think in life, sometimes the things that didn't work out and you, <laughs> yeah. you, at the time it's like life ending for you, mm-hmm. but then you look back and like, I'm glad that didn't because it put me on this road and I had the flexibility to move forward. Uh huh. Yeah. I think I kept applying to one of the gyms to go work at and they just, for whatever reason, I just never, it never clicked. And I'm so glad because right after that, I got into this industry and I'm thinking, and maybe that was the universe's way of saying, you know, uh, what you thought was going to be good for you. There's actually something better in store. Final one here, Glenn. And we've talked about this a bit, uh, generosity, generosity and, and giving back. Um, yeah. So secret to financial success. Um, I think there was, uh, I was just in the mall the other day and I walked past the store, JC Penny, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with this individual, but, um, it, he actually got the nickname. Uh, I think that his name was JC. Um, those were his initials and they called him Penny because he was, he was such a, a good saver, you know, in that aspect, but he ended up giving away, I think like 95% of his wealth. And wow. so he was a very big giver. Um, but yet we all go to the store and buy the clothes. And so I think when we talk about generosity, uh, we should have the approach of like, where am I giving back? And when you do give back, it enriches your life, but it also helps you have the right perspective too. helps you be even more content with what you have. Because, uh, once you start giving stuff away, uh, that really changes your perspective on money too, to be okay with what you have enough to be able to give stuff away. And, uh, when you are giving back to causes that you're passionate about, you get to see the results of that. You get to be a blessing to other people. And I think that's just such a, a rich opportunity that we, we shouldn't overlook. And I think something that ties back on everything we've talked about today, Glenn, generosity, give, you know, giving back, uh, relationships, all of that can all, it also ties right back to uh, being successful when it comes to investing because yeah. you, you build those relationships, you give back and yeah. then good things happen. It's just, it's all kind of a circle there. Exactly. Exactly. And so when we talk about, um, secrets of financial success, uh, it's not just always, Hey, am I always picking the right investment and that sort of thing? I mean, that's importantly part of it, but overall looking at all those categories, all those areas and, and making sure we have a balance and, uh, 
and then, yeah, I'm just a, I'm a big fan of giving back and, uh, you know, getting involved with organizations that you're passionate about that you can get back and use your skills and abilities. Um, so if you're really good at doing something, you know, say Jeff, say you've got a great voice and you're able to really, you know, make a lot of influence and, and make a lot of impact there, you know, is there a way to use that to further cause that you're passionate about? I mean, that's a great example of just using what you have to, um, for the better, for the good and giving back. So I think that's just the huge thing. All right. And Glenn's available. If you want to talk with him, give yep. him a call. 928-225-2474. Throw out the email again because I need to write that down. I keep forgetting. It's intelligent investing at wtwealthmanagement.com. Okay. And we'll be back here next week. Same time. And yep. uh, a whole new episode right here on 97.1, The Big Talker. Plus, look up Intelligent Investing with Glenn Least. Yep. And subscribe to that podcast. Yeah, and find uh, Glenn Lee's investment advisor on Facebook. We also have some investing oh, some videos. 101. Yeah, we yeah. some investing 101 content there too. Okay, new goal, I guess. Yeah, you yep. bet. All right, we'll see you next week. Take care. <laughs>